Yo. Uh, damn. Does that sound super loud or what? Um, yeah, I'm back. Uh, it feels like I've been gone for um, three months. Did a little bid, but I haven't. It's been like more like two weeks, but it feels like forever. Every time I go without doing an episode. I tried to do an episode last week, but I took a little trip home and I knew that was not going to happen because I was going to be Wally. As some of y'all seen me on the internet, every time I go home, there's either gang signs, guns, or money being thrown in the air or a credit card being swiped down a stripper's ass. But yeah, I'm back. This is episode 90 something. I don't know, but I, I feel like I need to start knowing that stuff because I just spent almost like $400 fucking uh, renewing my account that fucking puts my podcast on the web. Um, not too happy about that. Uh, I'm always happy to pay bills because I got a little money left over. Uh, sometimes a lot, but this was an unexpected bill. I didn't expect to pay 400 fucking dollars. And I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I paid almost $400 for uh, when it's usually like $100 or something like that to renew my account. But, hey, we're going to dig in those statements and we're going to find that out. But, yeah, welcome back to another episode. It is midday on Friday. I'm not sure if I had to work today because um, I've been teaching this marksmanship course over the past week. So I haven't been going to actual work. I've been teaching people from all over division. Uh, one thing that it has showed me that you can be in the military and you don't know how to shoot a gun. Not even close. Not even close. I feel like some of the people that I taught this week haven't shot a gun since like basic fucking training. And that's saying something because a lot of these people have probably been in the same time as me. Or longer. But either way, if you've been in for some years, I feel like you should know how to shoot a gun. Like, you know, proficient at shooting a gun. No matter what your job is in the military. You know what I mean? Like, you should know how to pick up a gun and operate it. And we ain't talking about, like, just any old gun. Like, the guns that are issued to us. Like, some people are having a hard fucking time. I remember, I, I seen that there was one dude that we shot yesterday. Came back, turned in weapons. The magazines that he's had on him all day, he managed to lose them. We only went to one place. We went to one. We went to like two ranges, but they were like kind of right next to each other. How he managed to lose his magazines in less than 24 hours was amazing to me. I I, I was just baffled. But like you can look at him and tell like he ain't the type that you, you, you're going to send him to war. He's the type that you put in a cubicle and tell him to type up some paperwork for the people that are going to war. But him. No, and he was a black man, and I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I feel like every black man should know how to shoot a gun. Every black man should own a gun in the world and society that we live in where we're the most hunted. But, yeah, so he, yeah, lost his magazines at the end of the day, and you know what? I looked at him and like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Let me know how that goes. Uh, I'm going home because it was like 5 o'clock, and if, I, if you think that I was about to help him look for his magazines, uh, you got another thing coming. He take that statement of charges, and you know statement of charges is when you get charged for something that you lose that isn't yours that the military owns. But uh, yeah, so I've been doing I've been doing that all week. Haven't been going to actual work. Uh, started my first week of physical therapy, which has been fucking I don't know. As y'all know, I had surgery on my arm 
or my shoulder, like, um, I want to say going on two months ago. It was back in at the end of February. And ever since I started physical therapy, my arm has been hurting. Like, just right now, I'm holding a, a glass of Casamigos. Shout out to them. Uh, and my arm is, like, giving out trying to drink it. I don't know why, but, I, I like, I have been having sharp pains in my arm, which is cool because that's just going to help me out that much more when they try to medically retire me. And I'm all for it. I, I, you know, I'm all for taking a little bit of pain, even though, like, sometimes it, it sucks. But I'm all for, you know, me going back to them and telling them, like, yo, something's wrong with my arm and it's not working properly. It's time to medically retire me because I got, like, at least two more years in this bullshit and I don't think I'm going to make it. And I haven't even made it to get my MRI for my other shoulder. So I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go, but, man. I'm just wait. All I can see at the end of this tunnel is the mountain of money that they are going to pay me for the rest of my life. And I'm pretty excited about that. I, You know what's so crazy about being in the military? No, Like everybody looks forward to getting hurt in some type of way so that they can get some type of disability when they get out of the military. At least all the people I know. If you're not looking to get some type of disability from the military when you get out of the military, then you're a fucking idiot. And I'm just going to say it just like that. Like, everybody deserves some type of compensation for the things that we put our bodies through when we're in the military. And I'm talking about, like, from sleeping on hard surfaces, you know, sleeping on the ground, through rain, sleet, and snow, you know, for, for the times that you are crammed inside of some type of military vehicle, because every military vehicle is very uncomfortable, no matter what type of vehicle it is. Uh, yeah, everybody deserves some type of compensation for the t- for the time that they spend giving up their body to the military. You know what I mean? Like, because not everybody can do it. And, you know, I've gotten to the point where it's like I ain't pushing through no pain. I'm not pushing through nothing. I, I'm turning into a, a full-blown bitch when it comes to pushing through any type of pain. Why? Because I deserve it. I just hit 11 years last month, and I, and I fucking deserve everything that's coming to me. Everything. Not to mention, like, the injury, this injury that I just got fixed on my shoulder, as everybody knows, this shit happened, like, on my first deployment, and that was, like, nine years ago. Nine fucking years ago, and I'm just now getting around to getting it fixed. Because, you know, in the military, you're always told to fucking push through the pain, all that stupid stuff. Don't do it. Like, if something's wrong with you, go get yourself seen. Go get yourself checked out. And that's for military and civilian. You know, everybody should be taking care of themselves. Don't think that, you know, pain is temporary. No. Pain is temporary when it comes to, you know, your emotional state. When you're going through something emotionally, when you're going through some emotional pain, that's temporary. It may, that may not be temporary either, but everybody should go, you know, make sure they're taking care of the, their bodies. Because for the longest, I was not taking care of my body. I was just like, you know what, fuck it, da da this, you know, don't be a bitch. And now it's like, I feel like I'm fucking 50. But, yeah. So I don't I don't even know if I talked about it last time. Last time I was on an episode, I think we was talking about fucking Will Smith smacking fucking Chris Rock, and that feels like that was so long ago. 
literally it feels like it was so long ago. But we're still like hearing like little bits and pieces about it, but it literally feels like that was two months ago. And it's so wild like how, how so much stuff happens on a daily basis. Maybe stuff has always been happening on a daily basis, but the fact that you have social media and you just have so much access to what's going on on a daily basis that, you know, whatever happened like a week ago feels like a year ago. But uh, yeah, so I, you know, came back to work. Of course, they got me on some stupid ass fucking uh, detail where I have to go to uh, California and evaluate this unit. Uh, not really looking forward to that because I don't know what to expect. I just went to California last year in October through November to get evaluated with my unit. So, you know, for people that don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's NTC National Training Center. Uh, I believe that's what it's called. But uh, it's when you go down there for a month and you train like you're on deployment. You know, you give them real scenarios and stuff like that, and you, your unit gets evaluated on how they conduct operations and stuff like that. So I'll have to go down there at the beginning of May uh, and give up a month of my fucking life yet again, and you know, spend it driving around. And all hours of the night evaluating units and shit like that, even though I don't want to. Um, but, yeah, that just gave me, you know, another reason why, you know, it's time for me to get out. It's time for me to move on with my life because I just don't want to go. I don't want to go. You know, May is a pivotal time, and it's just when the summer's getting ready to kick off. And I would like to experience that. I'm tired of losing my summer's to the military where I'm not even looking forward to them because, you know, the military is always consuming my time. But yeah. So let me talk about a little bit of uh, when I went home, I went home to, you know, as always chill with my brother, relax with my brother. Uh, me and my brother have some, you know, very big plans coming up that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see through the only way they won't be seen through is if my brother does not see them through. Um, if y'all don't know my brother, my brother is like always has these things that he wants to do, but he he's part of that new age where they, you know, wake up in this type of mindset and go to bed in a different mindset. You know, they want to do this one minute, next minute, now nah, I don't want to do that no more. And he's the type too to invest money into the things that he wants to do, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, like now nah, I don't want to do that no more. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? So, yeah, I went home to uh, chill with him, hang out with him for for a couple days, which was, by the way, the biggest headache I've ever experienced when it came to traveling. Not necessarily my biggest headache, but one of my biggest headaches. I got to the airport super early, got there, checked in, got to my gate. As soon as I get to my gate, flights delayed like two hours. My rental that I had, I like to fucking, you know, rent nice vehicles. I don't like to rent some fucking Hyundai Sonata or some fucking Ford Focus or some shit like that or a fucking Prius. But that got canceled. Uh, Ended up getting another rental. And it wasn't exactly the rental I wanted. It was a BMW X3. You know, it was still pretty nice, but it wasn't what I wanted. But, uh, yeah, I got that. And then... I got there super late on a Friday, 
instead of in the morning towards afternoon like I was supposed to, but it, it was what it was. Um, we then, uh, yeah, we hung out, you know, Friday night, uh, did some stuff Saturday, and I ended up coming home, like, you know, evening time on Sunday, but I will say, hanging out with my brother and his friends, like I said, you know, my brother's a different part of the generation, and it was just, I don't know. I don't remember or recall myself being that wild when I was younger, but, hey, I may have been. I just don't remember. Not saying that that was so long ago, but, man, I had to have a little chit-chat with my brother a couple times, like, yo, you and your friends be wilding sometimes. Like, you know, that's not how y'all supposed to move or carry yourselves. It's just, that's a lot. But, uh, yeah, I kind of enjoyed myself when I went home. Uh... Definitely getting out of the mindset of going home as much as I do. Uh, it just doesn't really excite me anymore. I'd rather spend my time going to, like, you know, different cities or some random city I haven't been to. But, uh, yeah. So I pretty much did that. Uh, I don't know. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? has been going on oh man did anybody i know i know i don't know even know what i'm asking but i'm i'm for sure everybody's seen like the dude that fucking you know went on a new york city train and gassed it i don't know if he gassed it or just you know threw some smoke bombs but either way that's a that's a fucking horrific thing to be there to witness smokes out the train and shoots the motherfucker up shot like 20 people or they say 20 people was injured but shot a lot of people on a train and i don't know i don't know like i don't know how you know like i said this is this is so normal to us we see this shit every week. I think it was like the week prior to that. Like fucking it was a, a mass shooting in um I want to say Sacramento or something like that somewhere in California, but if this shit ain't enough to make y'all buy like some type of gun and keep it on you at all times, I don't know what will. Because it's literally happening in all these places and spaces that Hey man, you you don't think it'll happen? And he didn't kill anybody either, which which doesn't you know make the situation any better. I think anybody who has gotten shot before would tell you that, like, hey, yeah, I got shot and I survived, but that shit hurt like a motherfucker. Um, if that don't make you want to buy a gun, I don't know what will. I don't know what it will take to for people to, you know, what I need to go out and buy myself a gun, and I need to get educated on how to use a gun. And protect, and also get educated on how to protect myself, and how I need to move about in this world. Because at any given moment, like some random person will just, you know, I I want to shoot up this Walmart today, and I and I want to know what makes these people like, you know, wake up. Nobody, I don't think anybody wakes up thinking that. I think that it's just something that I want to know what like makes them like. I, because I truly believe that they plot this shit out, but what makes them like go out and like I'm a you know I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that, and 
what makes people, like I said, just go and continue to be like, uh, you know, that happened in New York, you know, but this is Colorado or this is California. And I was like, but it's happened here. You know, because like I said, people look at it like happening somewhere else and they think that it don't happen here. When it happens here, they be like, oh, good thing I wasn't there. And it was like, OK, well, what, what happens when you are there? What is your what is your plan for when you are there? Do you want to be an innocent bystander? Or do you want to be a victim or do you want to be somebody who just like, you know, I I'm going to stop this motherfucker. Or if, he, you know, I'm, I'm not going to necessarily try to stop him because I haven't been in this situation before, but I I do have the means to protect myself. I don't just run and I won't have to just run and hide and hope for the best. Because that's my last thing that I want is just to be like, you know, that, that it, you know, what makes you feel like that? What makes you think about that? And it sucks to put it this way is when you're playing Call of Duty. When you're playing Call of Duty Warzone and you spawn back in after you just bought, brought back uh, and you have no gun. And you know the enemy is out there with all types of guns, loadouts, all types of shit. And you spawn back in with a pistol. And all you can really do is go running hide and hope for the best. Hope that they don't find you. Hope that they don't pop a UAV and come directly toward you. Because that's exactly what it is like in real life. And it's a, it sucks to put it that way because you shouldn't. But that's exactly what it's like. You know, imagine you somewhere... And you just hear gunfire. And, you know, what do you do? You don't know where it's coming from, first of all, because everything, you know, by then, everybody's in a frenzy, running every which way. You don't know who the gunman is. And, you know, your best possible course of action is I have to go run and hide. Nope. Can't live your life like that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't live your life, like, leaving things to chance. Because, like I said, you don't know what's going to happen if that gunman approaches you. If you're going to survive or if you're not, then, you know. And I hate the people who are like, oh, it's my time to go. It's my time to go. I'm like, no, man. That shouldn't be the way that you go. I, th- I think that's very stupid to think that way. But it is what it is. Like I said, I, I, and I repost that stuff all the time because, like I said, I just use that as a, a, you know, as a message to try to get through to people. And it has gotten through to some people. And, like, yo, y'all need to go buy a gun. Nothing gives you a better sense of security than when you have the means to protect yourself. Literally. Because you can't really depend on the police. Like, you know, the average call time for some places, like, you know, California is like five minutes. That's a fucking lifetime when, you know, shit's popping off like that. Literally a lifetime. I think I remember being in a gunfight one time and it lasted all of like 10 minutes, but it felt like an hour. Literally felt like an hour. And I'm not saying it was just like pew, pew, pew. Like it was just gunfire everywhere. Literally gunfire, just shots going everywhere. And it, it it wasn't that long, but it felt like an eternity that I felt like I was going to run out of bullets before fucking this gunfight was going to be over. But I don't know. I pray for the people um, there, especially like New York, because it's very hard to like own a firearm in New York. So you really got to feel for those people because they just, you know, the law is 
prohibits you from having that stuff. I'm pretty sure there's like, you know, ways you can go about getting a firearm some legal way. But as far as I know, like, you know, you're straight up prohibited from fucking having any type of firearm. And that sucks. But. Yeah. Anywho, NBA playoffs to start in. I know I'm excited about that because you ain't got to watch regular season basketball. Regular season basketball is the most boring shit ever. Like, you may get, like, some, you know, good games here and there, but it's just like, come on, man. Speed up to the playoffs. That's all we care about. And I think we th- I think we think of it that way because of how short football is. And football is not really that short, but uh, I want to say – all those, you know, they, they don't play, you know, as many games as NBA does. So, truly, all their games matter to me, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, it's finally playoffs time. Um, I'm curious to see the Lakers are out. Uh, I'm pretty upset about that, even though the Lakers are my team. I don't actually have an NBA team. But uh, it would have been good to see the Lakers in there. But they have, like, a lot of issues that they need to sort out and get through before they could be a championship team again. Uh, yeah. But, anywho. Yeah, so I'm curious. I'm waiting to see what that's going to be like. I was going to talk a little bit about relationships on here. Uh, due to some of the stuff that I seen when I went home with my brother and his girlfriend. And it just made me think. Where it made me realize a couple things that if a re- if a relationship is not working, there's nothing wrong with saying that this doesn't work and maybe we should part ways. Because the last thing that you should do is stay in the relationship if it, if it's not working. And take it from me. And I'm pretty sure you can take that from, you know, a lot of people that you know. Is that if, you know, if it's not working, if y'all arguing, y'all fighting, if the smallest things and not necessarily the smallest things, you know. It's it's can just set set it off instantly. You know, I feel like a dysfunctional relationship is already uh, a pot boiling on a stove. So you got a pot boiling on a stove. Y'all, it's already not working. It's already like on the rise of you know boiling over. Um, for you know dysfunctional relationships is you know y'all argue, y'all have that boiling point, you know. Yeah, talk it out and talking it out is you turning down the heat, you know, on the stove. So, you know, it goes down for a little bit, but not too much, still boiling. And then, you know, the moment something happens, something small, something big, something light, something heavy is, you know, you already at that boil, the heat gets turned back up and you at that boiling point again to where it's just spilling over, it's spilling over every time, every single time. And in the process of that happening, that, you know, you got this, you know, the water is just boiling over, it's spilling out of the pot, you know, it's draining you. Because you don't have that much water left in the pot because it's all spent, spent, you know, evaporating, boiling over, and, you know, to the point where, you know, the pot is just completely low with water in it. That is, you know, the definition of being drained in these dysfunctional relationships. Um And like I said, it'll take from you to see it, somebody else going through it to, you know, have a little self-reflection in yourself and like, damn, you know, I'm kind of in a same situation, especially when you're trying to help that person out. 
I'm like, damn, I'm telling this shit to the, the person that I need to be telling myself this to. If the relationship isn't working, then I need to be, I need, you know, I need to step. You know, because, you know, it's, it's only going to get worse from there, in my opinion. Like, you know, there are certain things, especially, you know, we're not talking about simple arguments. You know, my brother got into a huge argument with his girl that led to, just put that out there, him may or he may or may not have shot up her friend's car. And her friend is the the loud mouth, the one that's fucking always in her, her ear telling her this, telling her that, like, he's no good, that I this, I don't like him. But, you know, my brother hit a boiling point because he was locked out of his own house and he decided to, you know, do that, allegedly. But... You know, it just made me think that it was like, you know, I, I had to have a talk with him. Like, yo, you, you know, y'all can't be doing stuff like this. You know, it's, it's you know, this is not something that you want to be doing. This is not something that you're supposed to be doing. When you're with the person that you're with, you should want to be around that person all the time. All the time. You know, it should be nothing but good feelings about this person. You know, you hype to be around this person. You You even hype to see this person. You know, you you just look at this person in a certain way and like, damn, this is this is mine. This is mine and you know, um his or hers. If you if it's anything but that, then I don't think that the relationship is necessarily for you. And a lot of people it is it's a lot it's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. Like, you know, um, because they know that it's not always bad, but it's also not always good. Is what you have to remind them, and it should be nothing but good. You know, I'm 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 okay with having you know a little bit of disagreements and you know a little argument here and there, but at least y'all you know it's nothing serious. You know, you're not you know it doesn't turn into a screaming match. It doesn't turn into you this you that, or it doesn't turn into like get the fuck out. I don't want you here anymore. Like, it shouldn't be like that at all. Whatsoever. I don't care what anybody has to say about it. You know what I mean? Like, nobody at this point in their life has time to, you know, deal with somebody while they work out, while they work on them. You should be, you should come into a relationship, you know, you know, fully ready to, you know, live a life with somebody else, not know we work on things along the way. And and that's not entirely bad. You know, it's OK to work on things along the way. But you also like that's You know, you're more so supposed to spend time working on things together because you are two people that are decided to be together now. So now you got to work on being together. But you also have to, you know, be in a good headspace, you can't come in there with no baggage. You can't come in there with, I don't, you know, if we're going to be together, I need to have the password to your phone because in my past relationship, you know, this X, Y, and Z, and it was just like, that's not how you come into a relationship with trust issues off rip. If you come into trust, if you come into a relationship with trust issues off rip, then it's not the relationship for you. It's just not. And no, no other grown adult should have to tell you that. You know, you should come into a relationship like, you know, 
we're going to learn each other if we haven't already learned each other. And we're going to continue to learn each other. And if we have issues, then we bring them up. But you, it, it just it just sounds so weird to me that people have this guard up when they come into a relationship. Like, first of all, you're not meeting a stranger. You're meeting somebody that you are actually interested in and you like. You wouldn't go out and randomly be interested in a stranger. So that's not the case. You know this person. So you shouldn't have, like, trust issues with this person. And if you do, once again, it's not the person for you. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Because there's somebody out there for everybody. Like you're like this person may not have worked out, but there's at least five other people that will. You just got to go find them. But that is what it is. Uh, I'm thinking about keeping it short because it's like three o'clock and I was supposed to do this way earlier. Um, what else I got? I got staff duty tomorrow. I'm not fucking happy about that at all. These motherfuckers made me go to this, you know, instruct this course, have staff duty, and then like less than, you know, two weeks later, I'm getting ready to, you know, hop on a plane. Granted, I have not done staff duty in so long, but everybody knows when you pull 24 hour duty, especially on the fucking weekend. Well, the weekend's not so bad because there's nobody in the fucking office, but staff duty in, you know, CQ itself. 24-hour duty for people that don't know is the most is the biggest reminder from the military that we're going to work you until you're fucking tired. That's it, the epitome of, you know, out of military moves. We're going to work you. You're going to be at work for 24 hours nonstop. And just holding down this desk. You know, uh, I hate it. Like, but like I said, I haven't had, you know, staff duty in so, and I don't know when's the last time I had staff duty, but so I'm not really, uh, I'm not too upset about it. It gives me time to catch up on my shows, maybe read a book, uh, get out of the house. It's a Saturday. Nobody's going to be there at work or the office. So I'm kind of okay with it, but you know, as if you, it, Everybody in the military, nobody's going to be, you know, too happy about having to be uh, do staff duty. But it is what it is. You know, I just hope for a quiet evening. We don't get a whole lot of fucking phone calls. And we'll see. We'll go from there. But, yeah, I'm probably going to do an episode tomorrow, you know, while I'm on staff duty because I'm fucking bored out of my fucking mind. But we'll see. Um, Yeah, I'm probably just going to keep this short. It's good to be back. I know I've been gone for two weeks. I'm sorry I'm keeping it short, but I'll, I'll probably end up doing an episode tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate y'all for listening. I had a lot of people that hit me up and telling me that they're going to listen to it. Uh, they new to it, and I appreciate that. But what I would like for y'all to do is share it, if possible. You know, let the world know that. Let your followers know that, hey, um, this is a podcast that I'm listening to. It's pretty interesting. Um I need to take a trip out there to see Josh. Congratulations to Josh. He just started him another little business venture in his real estate empire that he's building. Uh, Pretty happy about that. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to talk about. Um, I'm going to do another episode tomorrow while I'm at work on a fucking Saturday. No haircut. Bored as fuck. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you all tomorrow.
But this, that episode going to be put out probably like next week, midweek or something like that. Uh, I appreciate y'all for listening, and I'm out.